Hey guys, welcome back to Missing Out Mondays, where we tell you what you're into. Start your week off right. I'm Tari J. I'm Lex Michael. Oh my gosh, Lex Michael, what are you into for this week? All right, so this week uh, I've been re-watching all of Evil Dead. So all four movies, the original trilogy, the reboot, and then also uh, the entirety of Ash vs. Evil Dead, all three seasons. Um, I have been a big fan of this franchise for a very long time, and I was fortunate enough to cover all three seasons of Ash vs. Evil Dead for AfterBuzz TV while it was airing. So it, it insanely cool. I got to not only talk about the show every week, but I also met a number of the cast members uh, multiple times. They were cool enough to come in and talk with us. Um, so I, I got to develop sort of a, a relationship with the cast. We all did a relationship with the cast with stars. Uh, the PR people from stars were always insanely cool, but now it's been a little bit since, uh, the show ended that it was, uh, canceled during their third season. They did not come back for a fourth. It's been a little bit of time since the show went off the air. So I wanted to go back, revisit the entire franchise from the very beginning. You can get through it pretty quick because the seasons are so brief they're all 10 episodes half hour each uh the pilot is about an hour but other than that about half hour each so you can get through each season in about five hours um i am a huge 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 fan of this entire series at a certain point you and i are going to do a show probably about evil dead 2 i think tari you've seen the original yes a long time ago, haven't seen anything else. Uh, I would definitely say revisit the original because going into Evil Dead 2, Evil Dead 2 is definitely a sequel, but it's also, a, a lot of people try to posit that it's a pseudo-remake and that they take a lot of the elements that they introduced in the first one and without necessarily progressing them, sort of do them uh, quote-unquote better. Okay. But it is a, it's a sequel story, but I would, I would argue that because one moves so directly into the other... I would revisit one, but going into two is where they really established the tone, really established the tone that would come to define the franchise, which is a combination of horror, but also really outlandishly silly, zany comedy. A big, big, big uh, influence on the tone for uh, Sam Raimi, yeah, the director, uh, was the Three Stooges. Sam Raimi and Rob Tappert, producer, and Bruce Campbell, of course, uh, the star, and uh, also as the series went on also a producer on it as well uh bruce campbell who plays ash um big 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 point of influence so you have this very zany silly almost looney tunes-esque tone to a lot of it yeah uh scenarios that enable bruce campbell to play these big physical comedic sequences mm -hmm. and it's all his physicality that sells the sequence um that combined with the most ridiculous outlandish gore and whereas the first film in the series was played pretty straight, pretty super low budget, real kind of like rough around the edges uh, horror film. Yeah. Part two really starts injecting it with that humor. Army of Darkness, the third film in that original trilogy, takes it so much further uh, and is far more comedic than it is a horror story. The reboot is straight horror it's uh features none of the characters storylines from uh the original trilogy ash is not present okay. but it's got the stamp of sam raimi rob tappert bruce campbell on it they all signed off they're all a-okay and it really has come to be embraced by the fandom you get to play it super straight super gnarly super horror yeah. but you also get to use uh the deadites that's what they call them they're like it's sort of demonic possession they're not zombies, really. They kind of look a little zombie-ish, but it's more a demonic possession monster thing than, okay. than anything else. Um, where they can use the Deadites in demonic possession 
as an addiction metaphor. And I actually think they do it really, really well about how addiction not only almost like possesses you and destroys you, it can destroy the people around you. Yeah. I think they do a great job. I think actually the the reboot, although it has come to be embraced by the fandom, is a little bit underpraised. Um, the show is just for for me. It's just a blast. Separate from the fact that I got to meet and and speak at length with a lot of the people involved. You bring everybody back: Sam Raimi, Rob Tapper, Bruce Campbell. You add Lucy Lawless to the cast, and you strike what I feel is a perfect balance between the horror and the comedy. And you, for the first time in the series, you actually are able to spend extended periods with Ash and with the characters around him. So you actually develop a real relationship with the world outside of Bruce Campbell's singular character. Right. There's a, there's a beating heart to the show that the movies never really called for. It's not like it was a failing in any way that it's not present in the movies. The movies never really called for it. Yeah. But when the, when the format and the stories now necessitate it, they take that, they run with it and it's big and it beats and you feel on top of being uh, uh, entertained deeply in multiple directions. It's hilarious. It's gory as shit. And as we've established on this show, comedies I can enjoy. I can find them very charming, but very few comedies with like, you know, jokes make me laugh out loud. The stuff that makes me laugh out loud is like, oh, Look at look at this girl uh, chainsawing her dark doppelganger through the face while everything's on fire and blood rains down on them. That's the <laughs> shit that makes me cackle when I watch it. Um, so uh, if that's your bag, you sure as crap will be entertained on that level. When when they go for funny, I think it's real funny. If especially uh, in Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness, if like Charles Fleischer cartoons or Three Stooges, if you can get behind that, uh, it will really be your bag. Yeah. And even if those points of reference aren't necessarily your thing, you got to marvel at the the physical performance that Bruce Campbell is, is giving because the dude is insanely gifted. Playing Ash in the series, he is almost, I, I think he's 60 years old now, give yeah. or take, and he's still doing it. It's still his physicality it's still his performance mm-hmm. no one does it like that dude um yeah so i'm a huge huge fan of evil dead if you know it if you know evil dead if you've been following this entire conversation i don't have to tell you you know uh tari at a certain point we're definitely going to do an evil dead 2 show because yeah. i would love to encourage you if anything i've just said sounds like it might be your shit uh, I would love to be your Sherpa up Deadite Mountain, dude, because it's such my shit. And the show, it's the last thing I'll say, the show made it so much more my shit than it's ever been. I was always an Evil Dead fan. Yeah. And I don't think I... I don't think I loved it. I don't think I'd allowed myself to love it as fully before the show. Not for any specific reason i just i realize in hindsight i never embraced it to the extent yeah that i now feel i have internalized it it's dope man it's so 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 much fun so if any of this sounds like it might be your bag go check out the entire evil dead franchise start with the movies because the series is i think you can watch it on your own they give you enough exposition that i think you could jump right into that but it all means a heck of a lot more if you've watched Sam Raimi's original trilogy, Sam Raimi, it's totally safe. He made three Spider-Man movies. You know he, you, you can trust him. Yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi's original trilogy and Fede Alvarez's reboot, 
uh, and then check out the show. You can get through all of it pretty quick. It, it, it'll take you maybe if you're really committed, take you a week. Um, check it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will when you make me, (laughs) uh, I am actually into, so I have been following the serial podcast since it came out since the first season back in like 2014, I want to say, um, uh, which, so serial is a spinoff of, um, this American life where, uh, one of their main correspondents or one of their main reporters, Sarah Koenig, um, did a serialized, uh, story focusing on one subject. Whereas like this American life is a bunch of disparate things underneath a single umbrella. Right. This one is like, they dig real deep into a single topic. And so the first season was all about, um, whether, uh, this person, Anand, Anand, Saeed, um, I listened to that first season. That first season was a thing when it happened. So you, you best believe I was on it. I have not, I will admit kept up with it since. Yeah. But no, that first season was, was quite a thing when it happened. So yeah, no, I heard all that. Um, and it was, it was, it's really engaging. It, it, yeah. Um, it was a big thing for a reason. Yeah. And it like really makes you kind of like question how, investigations are done and how the justice system operates yeah yes and so the second season um was very was about bo bergdahl and his whole case which was not as well received i think it got a little meandery which i mean happens sophomore slump blah 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 and i feel like this third season that just started up um a few weeks ago i think we're about five episodes in um they kind of get back to their roots it's it's more um uh, it's more this American life esque in that like initial. It is specifically about the justice system, um, and they follow um these cases in the Cleveland court system, and they kind of dive into how um how that process works. And so it's it's not necessarily following one specific person's case, but it follows um how cases move through this one specific courthouse and uh it's really interesting in that like you spend a lot of time with the lawyers there you spend a lot of time with the people who have been in and out of that courthouse whether it be because of like them dealing with police and and how their interactions with the police have been tainted over the course of their time moving through that system and how um people in that community view um, how the court deals with them and assorted fucked up things that happen throughout people being processed through this courthouse. Right. Um, and so it really like dives into that and you have a certain amount of like reoccurring people whose cases you start following because they're related to other people's cases and that like, um, this one guy, um, will, uh, his case is essentially, being tried and the precedent for his case is um another person who went through the exact same thing regarding like police beatings and stuff like that so it's really intriguing and you really get a sense of how really like i wouldn't i I don't want to say corrupt but like how um you can say corrupt i don't feel like corrupt is the word that really encompasses it i think it is um the 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 justice system 
because it is a collection of precedents and it, and it's always moving and evolving and no one really has um, ownership over the, the whole thing. Like it has become kind of a, a machine that churns through and, and kind of eats people and, and, and never really spits them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of get real far into the guts of that whole thing. Like the, the first episode is all about like how the police system works and how so many people are um, essentially could, convicted for crimes they didn't commit because their lawyers are trying to get their cases done so quickly that they're just like, just, just take just a take plea bargain, plea. just take a lower sentence and they'll take a lower sentence because they think it's the best option they have available. When in fact, right. You could, you could try the case and potentially win yeah. in a lot of cases, but no, you take the deal, you go to jail and maybe you go to jail for less time than you potentially could have. But now that's on you forever. Right. Um, and like there's, you know, especially in, um, more disenfranchised in disenfranchised communities. There's not the level of the, the education system isn't built for them to, to have the knowledge to know that like a plea deal isn't the, the, the best route to go. And, right. and in some cases, like their, uh, their, um, Oh, their attorneys will not, will essentially leave out some crucial information, which, will in turn lead them to believe that maybe they could they could appeal but they can't because they and they don't have the knowledge to do so. So it's it's really interesting and it's really kind of crazy and it at times makes you really depressed um but it is very captivating. Um so I highly recommend it. Season 3 Back to Form Serial so good. Does uh anyone have a chainsaw for a hand? Um not yet but we still have a few episodes left. Well Ash has a chainsaw for her hand. Cool. So. Well, maybe, maybe I've never seen a picture of Sarah Koenig, so maybe she has one. If you have a picture of Sarah Koenig's hands, uh, you could tweet it at us. Tari, where should they tweet <laughs> us pictures of Sarah Koenig's hands? Oh my gosh. You can tweet us at Missing Outcast. That's M-I-S-S-I-N-G-O-U-T-C-A-S-T. Um, or you could do it at our personal Twitters. I'm all over social media at the Lex Michael. And I'm at Tari Jays, T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Um, and if you want to just like describe her hands, you can go to our uh, the Missing Out hotline. Uh, and while you're doing so, we just ask that you say your name, um, describe her hands, and also tell us what you're into. Let us uh, know, though, that it is Sarah Koenig's hands you're describing, because if we don't know whose hands they are... I may project in strange ways and, and Tari may project in strange ways and it may trigger our emotions in ways that we're not prepared for. So anchor it, anchor it for us. Let us know whose hands it doesn't even have to be Sarah Koenig's hands you're describing. Just let us know whose hands they are. That's true. Um, and you can do that at nine, seven, eight miss out. That number again is nine, seven, eight miss out. We love to hear from you guys. You also don't have to describe Sarah Koenig's hands. You can just tell us what you're into, and we will include it on the Missing Out Monday segment because we want to share your things. Yep. Do you like that? That was some good music, right? It's really good. Yeah, thank you. I heard you. that on the radio on my drive over. As you should have. I'm so glad I got to see it live. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's always better live. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Every time. You know, the acoustics are really good in here. <laughs> Um, they really like every time I, every time you get to the things, like you, you feel it in your bones. I do. I'm still vibrating. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was definitely from that. Oh, no, you're just getting a call. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyway, thanks you guys for listening. Um, and if you have a chance, again, make sure that you go on whatever platform that you're listening to. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Helps other people find us. Um, and helps us to hear from you and know that you love what we're doing. Or if you don't love what you're doing, okay, that's fine. That you do. Um, it's okay. You do you. Yeah. You don't have to let us know. No. If you don't like us, you could just not listen. But if you do <laughs> like us, we'd love to hear about that. Because we love you. You're nice. Yeah, Totally. Um, and so tomorrow we're going to be continuing our hashtag witching out series, talking about witches and, and movies affiliated with those. So last week we did Bedknobs and Broomsticks, and this week we are doing The Witches based off the Roald Dahl book. Um, very fantastic movie. I made Lex watch it, uh, and I hope you guys have a chance to check it out and then listen to our show tomorrow. Uh, me, so cool. me too. I second those things. <laughs> Uh, and that's it. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. We're, we're leaving. We're leaving now. Turn it. <laughs> turn it off. Get it. Make it. Make it stop. Listen to old episodes. Make it. Oh go to God. our archive. Oh. It's where you found this one. Yeah. There's not really an archive. It's, it's just all. You know where it is. Yeah. Bye.